1. What the cat saw. A small cat so black it glimmered blue glared out of the neon green soft sided pet carrier on the wet floor of her dead master's kitchen. A new patch of white had joined the rings on her tail, like Bride of Frankenstein's death stripes. Only a bloodstone charm dangled from her shredded leather collar. No tag declared her identity or home. Nevertheless, Lelia Hillen, known in this town where she was known at all as Lee Woodford, had brought her home. The tiny blonde didn't have any intention of letting her free, though. Lelia and her three brownie friends had cleaned up Kelly's downstairs apartment in a literal flash with the boys' magical abilities. Then Lelia had taken the trash out while the brownies moved up to the landlady's apartment on the top floor of the three story walk up to attack the mess in Ground Zero. She'd raced back in, ripped the blankets from Kelly's bed, and rushed out again, returning with a man swathed from head to toe. The cat hadn't seen the man's face, but she gagged and spit at the smell of his burning flesh. That vampire bitch bit you? The teenager dumped him on the couch. I thought you were shot. The smoking, swaddled figure growled something incomprehensible. He couldn't make his words come out right. Screw my freaking language. I'm not KJ. You can't tell me not to call Arena a bitch. I'm not your daughter. She knew she was babbling as she rushed to pull the drapes against the thin morning light. I have to go upstairs and help the guys, but I'll send one of them to get D. No. That word came out plenty clear. But, Lelia froze, her metaphorical tail tucking up in fear. No. Kyle, I don't know how to help you. Don't. It took every ounce of energy he had to find his words in the disaster of his mind. Tell. Anyone. But you're. All three heard footsteps coming down to the back porch. Please, Kyle begged. After only a second's hesitation, Lelia grabbed the cat's soft crate and dashed for the kitchen door. She whisper-yelled to Kyle while she fumbled with the knob. I'll come back and get you when they're gone. Then she shoved the pet carrier into the approaching Brownie's arms. Amal, my man, take the cat. Two. The Brownie Way The cat got tucked away in a corner of the kitchen and pretty much forgotten as the foursome straightened up the disaster area that was Mrs. Call's upstairs apartment. The explosion had thankfully been pretty well contained, thanks to Lelia's quick response yesterday. She'd been investigating on behalf of the second-floor neighbor, Kelly Ward, when she found Mrs. Cull. Kelly wanted to figure out why she and her cat were sick and confused all the time, and Lelia was looking into environmental factors. The smell of gas had led her up to the landlady's apartment. Thanks to her lack of self-control, Lelia couldn't go to school. And being thirteen, there weren't many jobs she could legally do. But she had to keep busy and try to help with the finances where she could. She was smart and knew a little more about the world than most people so her friends directed people to her when they needed help solving mysteries with a paranormal angle. One of the brownies had put her on Kelly's case. 
which was why all three of them had come to help her make sure Kelly's home wasn't condemned. That, and they were brownies. Helping people was their thing. Well, helping good people. Amal, Lucio, and Oren had the power to enact karma directly on the people around them. Oren had hired Lelia to look into Kelly's mystery when he found karma couldn't solve it. He'd also gotten Kelly's key and permission to clean up her apartment building. They didn't need a key to get into Mrs. Call's apartment. Lelia had opened the landlady's doors before the blast, and the police hadn't locked up after they declared her death a suicide. The four had met shortly after dawn and straightened, scrubbed, and charmed away nearly all the damage done. You'd never suspect a gas leak had ignited and crisped Kelly's landlady right there in that wet kitchen.